Hello and welcome to episode number 17 of the Progress Pod and it's me, Jordan, myself today chatting through my top 5 running race day tips. So as I mentioned last week on the carb loading episode, September was a good time to dive into some running content. There's a lot of events coming up in the near future, a lot of the autumn events. We've got a lot of members of the Progress Project doing the Edinburgh Half Marathon, the Great Scottish Run 10K, the Great Scottish Run Half Marathon, lots of other events as well that are happening um, over the next few weeks. So thought it'd be a great time to dive into some running content and good timing for anybody who's listening who's got a running event coming up. So in terms of tip number one, we want to lay everything out the night before and make sure we don't have any new socks or new trainers in that pile. We don't want to be trying any new shoes, socks, anything like that on race day. We want to be wearing shoes that we are comfortable in, that we've tried before and that we know are not going to be causing us any issues. And also, when it comes to laying everything out, we want to make sure we've pinned our badge on to our top uh, in terms of our running, our race number. Have everything ready and laid out. The least amount of stress that you can have in the morning, the better. The last thing you want to do is wake up in the morning you're rushing about, you're like, oh, I need to eat this, or actually, I've not, have we got any safety pins on? Oh, I can't find any, I can't get my number on. Oh, you don't want to be giving yourself any unnecessary, unnecessary stress. You want to be going into that race as relaxed as possible. One of the best ways to do that is the night before, get everything sorted out and laid out with no new shoes or socks. Please do not try and lay out some brand new shoes out of the box because that's not going to end well. Also, we want to have practiced our carb loading, our pre-race meal and our intra-run fueling beforehand. We don't want to be eating something brand new on the morning of race day that we've never had before prior to running. We don't want to be opening a packet of fresh gels of a brand that we've never tried before to take with us. We want to have made sure that we've practiced everything around fueling prior in our training. We want to have practiced carb loading, which I've went into in detail in the last episode. We want to have practiced a pre-run meal that sits well with us. We also want to have practiced taking gels during the run. If we've practiced all that, we don't have anything to worry about and make sure we're just keeping to the same plan, the same thing that we did in our longer training runs. So that's number two. Practice your fueling and your nutrition strategy. Number three is to just make sure that you check all your travel arrangements and you have a clear plan on how to get to the start line. So this just sounds maybe a bit self-explanatory, but honestly, when you're going to events, sometimes if it's a really busy one, it can be quite difficult. It's not as just straightforward as, oh, I'll just, I'll just turn up there. Sometimes there's road closures, sometimes there's different train timetables, different bus timetables. So just make sure that you've got a clear plan on your travel arrangements. If you're driving, you know where you're parking, you know how you're getting to the start line, making sure that we're leaving in enough time. Make sure you've got that all planned out. Don't leave it until the day to wake up and go, oh, when should we leave? Oh, I think we should leave now. Oh, actually, we're not going to get there in time now. Another thing that we want to avoid with regards to creating stress. So my number three top tip is to make sure all your travel arrangements are sorted prior so that on race day we get up we know exactly what we're doing we know exactly when we're leaving we know exactly how we are getting to the start line it's all about minimizing stress number four is 
to stick to your planned pace and really, honestly, especially at the start, I cannot emphasise enough how important this is. I've really felt the negative effects of not adhering to this and I vowed after it that I would never go against this. It's one of my biggest tips and whatever pace you've been training for, whatever pace you have set, regardless of how you feel at the start line, you want to stick to that. At the start line, if you think about it, if you have tapered off, you've had a bit more of a relaxing week in terms of running volume, you've carb loaded, you're going to be going to that start line probably feeling fresher than you have for the last few months, especially before, and probably the freshest you felt since before you started your training plan. Because your legs are going to be recovered, you're going to be full of glycogen, full of energy, you're going to have a buzz with the adrenaline of it being race day and everyone around you, you're going to feel amazing. So what can typically happen is you start, you get pulled along with others, you've got the adrenaline pumping, you look, your first kilometre is like a minute faster than your planned time, but then you're like, actually I feel good though, so let's just keep going. And then what happens is we just keep going like that until halfway through and we blow up, we hit the wall, our body's not trained or conditioned to be running at that pace, and we just struggle and the rest of the race is a nightmare. You might cramp up, you might not even get to the finish line or you're going to get a much worse time than you'd planned for. For instance, for me, first ever marathon I'd ever ran, the full time during training, at this point I was working in miles and and pace per mile, so I don't actually know what it would be per kilometre, but my plan was to run at 7 minutes 30 per mile, and I think if I just stuck to that, it would have got me about a 3.18, it would have got me sub 3 hours and 20 minutes if I'd stuck to that pace. But got to the start line, felt good. First mile in, 7 minute 20. I was like, what? That should feel okay. Second mile in, 7 minute 19 or something like that. So I was like, ah, I'm, I'm staying quite consistent at this pace. Let's just do that. It's only 10 seconds faster than what I'd planned. Got to mile 18 and I absolutely collapsed. Like my mile pace went from like 7.20 to like 8.30 for the last like 6, 7 miles. Ended up getting 3.27 as my time which is still, I was still pleased with the time overall for my first marathon, but it was a good 10 minutes shorter than I would have got if I'd just stuck to my planned pace that I'd trained for. So just a really, really big lesson there. Whatever pace you are training for, or whatever pace you agree to do at the start, so sometimes during a training block you might change the pace halfway through just depending on how things have been going, or maybe there's a few weeks out and you've really been flying and you think, right, we can actually go a wee bit faster than what we've been training at. But that'll all be decided the kind of week before. So whatever you decide as this is the pace we're going to go for, you need to stick to that. Do not change it and speed it up on race day. There's going to be a temptation to do so after the first one or two kilometres, but please, please settle back into the pace and don't try and go too fast because it's got the higher chance of you resulting in not getting at the time you want. You, th- you think that running faster you get a better time but you're probably going to likely get a worse time so just bear that in mind that's a big big tip for me stick to your pre-planned race pace and especially at the start if you say get to the last few kilometers and you've still got energy in the tank and you feel you can speed up great go for it but don't do it the opposite way around don't start out too hot because then you're going to struggle so um, just go out your planned pace and if you're getting to the last few kilometers and you feel you've got energy in the tank by all means beast it at that point because you're near the end just don't do it from the start and then tip number five is enjoy it enjoy it and embrace the occasion if you've never done a running event 
or if this is your 100th running event, you'll know that they are amazing days. The atmosphere is always great, regardless of the weather, regardless of what's happening. You've got great atmosphere. We've got a load of other people in the same boat as you. Everybody pushing each other along. And it's just a really, really great occasion and topped off by a great achievement at the end of it. So just make sure to enjoy it, embrace it, take it all in uh, and have a great time. And if you stick to these tips, you're going to make it as enjoyable as it can be. If you don't stick to these tips, then yeah, it, you maybe not have a fond memory of your running event. But stick to these top five race day tips and things will go smoothly as you, as possible. You are controlling what you can control. As I said, you can't control the weather. You can't control what happens on race day, but you can control these things. So if you stick to these tips, then you're going to give yourself the best chance. But again, hopefully this was useful. As I said, short, sharp episode from me, actionable steps that you need to implement going into your next running event. And as always, if you've enjoyed this episode, make sure to take a screenshot, share it, post it, tag somebody that would need to listen to this, someone you know maybe has got a running event coming up, share it with them and just drop us a message and let me know how you found it. Any questions on anything around race day, make sure to reach out. But yeah, hope you enjoyed this episode and I'll speak to you on the next one.